Hi, and welcome to Hack the Net, where every week we delve the darkest recesses of the internet to find something interesting or even comprehensible. I'm Matt Heron. I'm Jeff Mediafire Kowalski. I'm Louisa Heron. Oh, I was going to do a steampunk name as a callback, and I forgot. Damn. <laughs> That's every one of our callbacks that we forget <laughs> yep. to do them. Yes, I'm Matt uh, Handlebar Mustache Heron. <laughs> Wait, that one's <laughs> just true. true. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Um... I've locked myself into a terrible prison because I still have half a breakfast pastry sitting next to me and I can't eat it while I'm recording this podcast. Ooh, I've locked you myself. You started the show. I know. Yep. I, I looked down as I was saying the intro and I was like, fuck, I'm, this is the worst. Oh no, it's too late. I can't go back for you. You yeah. can go on without me. I've locked myself into a similar prison because I stopped at a bakery on the way home and bought a Linzer tart and a mini cannoli and they are just sitting in a box in my dining room. Oh, Linzer tarts are the best. Raspberry and almond? Come on. What are you going to do? Eat it. Best. I'm going to eat that. It's a cookie that I'm going to eat. Yep. I Wait, don't know why. Is it a tart or a cookie? It's the same thing. It's not. What are you saying? They're completely different. It's like a big cookie that's two cookies <laughs> with some jelly in the middle and a hole. <laughs> that's not a tart. That's tart. what a Linzer tart is. No, a Linzer tart is a pie shell without a lid on it that's got filling yeah, inside. That's what a tart is, yeah. Mmm. Jeff, would you call a birthday cake two big cookies with frosting? <laughs> no, but it's two cakes. Uh, well, what is? I'm looking at a Linzer tart right cookie. now, and it is exactly what I described. Are you talking about the Pepperidge Farm Linzer tart cookie? <laughs> no, like I googled Linzer tart, and there's a bunch of recipes, and they all look like this thing I bought. Are they Linzer tart cookies, or are they Linzer tarts? Yeah, the first thing that came up for me was cookies. <clears throat> I guess they're Linzer tart cookies, but they seem to be using the terms interchangeably. But that is not true, because a tart is a pie without a lid on it. That is what a tart is. Yeah, although they usually have a lattice top in these particular ones. Uh, so that would just be a normal pie, then? <laughs> well, no, a normal pie has a lid on it to keep all of the... the yeah, 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 a lattice inside. counts as a lid. Usually the the practical difference between a tart and a pie is that a tart is very thin. It's usually less than an inch thick, whereas a pie is always more than an inch. You have how to... are you going to fit all those blackbirds in it? Fucking engage with my blackbirds joke, you assholes. <laughs> you no. promised we needed to engage with a different joke before we started. And I'm, not prepared joke. To, <laughs> I'm not prepared to engage with this bullshit about blackbirds. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's fair. <laughs> You, oh, man. you All these both. Tarts and cookies look good. Mm? Yeah, you both just need to keep in mind that. British people have different words for all baked goods, and there's no way we're ever going to reach a consensus. Here's I mean, that's fine, but if you call a cookie a tart, I'm going to be I'm not the I, one who did it. I understand, but if, I, if I'm if i expecting a tart and I get a cookie, I'm going to be fucking furious. Are you going to a bakery and ordering off a menu without seeing the thing? The word tort can mean like a pie or like a smaller thing or a cake mm -hmm. or, in some languages. Or some kind of legal filing, I think. Yeah, it's too many things. We've had this discussion before about how desserts get the same name even though they're wildly different objects. Yeah. Like macaroons. Yes, and it doesn't make any sense what's going on I, in the world. That's another thing where, and Jeff, the problem isn't when you go to a bakery. The problem is when someone's like, hey, come over, I've got some macaroons and you're like, oh fuck yeah, little almond mm. cookies with buttercream inside and then you get there and it's fucking a coconut nightmare and what <laughs> i think matt you wouldn't be friends with that person very long so i don't think yeah, that that's would be true i would problem. be so furious are you conflating their house are you conflating macaroons and macarons 
Well, they, the Anglicanized version of macarons is macaroons. Yeah. We have to pronounce it with a dumb French accent now because terrible Americans ruined macaroons to make them like weird baked snowballs. And it's okay. disgusting. Right. It. it has extra O's and also they're from Italy. The well, uh, thing gross. that Matt said is a crazy fantasy scenario that would never That's happen. True. But but this is what happens to me fucking constantly. Someone asks if they can get me something from Dunkin' Donuts at work, and I say, yes, please, I would love a chocolate donut. And then I have to grab them by the arms and look into their eyes and say, listen to me. I said chocolate donut, and that does not mean a yeast donut with chocolate glaze on top, because fucking everybody thinks that that's what a chocolate donut is. Yes. Dunkin' Donuts has done more to destroy the concept of pastries than anybody else in all of history. <laughs> uh, um, no, I think this goes way, way back because the uh, Dunkin' Donuts chocolate donuts, are, that's the one that I want. I don't want the classic old-fashioned chocolate donut. Do you know, I've, I've been mad about this before, but classically, an <laughs> oh, American quote-unquote chocolate cake is yellow cake with chocolate frosting. Ugh. What? Yes. I just want to say, if we need to start prefacing all the things we've been mad, at, <laughs> mad about before, this show is going to get a lot longer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Oh, boy. Anyway. Uh, so um, what you want is, like, a cake donut, but the cake is chocolate cake. Yes. Okay, yes. That's the correct donut to get. Yes, I agree, and you agree, but fucking everybody else in the world thinks that if it has chocolate glaze on it, that's a chocolate donut. No. <laughs> I know. I, the I, only good donut is a uh, French cruller. There, I said it. I want it to look like a um, blackish brown circle that has been left somewhere and got kind of a moldy dust on it. Um, why? <laughs> because <laughs> the, it's got to have that crunchy, like, just plain sugar glaze. Yeah, that's true. That dries into a, a, a slightly a opaque tr- crust. Yeah. Like a giant M&M. <laughs> Yep. Mm. <laughs> love it. Oh, I love that, too. <clears throat> no, French crullers. They're, they're no. the only ones that are so greasy that they cover the roof of your mouth with grease. French crullers are great if they're hot out of the fryer. Otherwise, they're the worst. Anyway, uh, my uh, point is, I'm going to enjoy this big heart-shaped cookie that has raspberry <laughs> jam in it. That's nice. I love those. And no one can judge me for it, despite what I've called it, that has upset everyone on the call. <laughs> it's, I, I'm not upset at you, Jeff. I'm upset at the system. <laughs> I'm just that disappointed. You. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, macaroons and macarons are different. Mm-hmm. We all they know. Sh- <clears throat> but I want, I want to, I want macarons to not exist so that I don't have, or no, I want macaroons Ooh, to not see, exist. See, the problem. Yeah, I want macaroons to not exist so that I can just say macarons with my normal accent so I don't sound like a pretentious asshole. And also, almost everyone, when I say, I've been practicing making macarons at home, they're like, oh, those coconut things? And I'm like, fucking no! Yeah. No, you gotta be like, no, those really hard-to-make things that you would have to practice making, not those ones that you can just buy in bulk. <laughs> yeah, you know the ones that taste good and people want to put in their mouth, as opposed to the ones that are a disgusting nightmare that no one has ever wanted ever in all of history? I am trying to keep quiet because I have a million other things that are bursting to come out in the same way <laughs> of people not understanding things, even though you're being very clear, and I'm no. trying not to start them. Give us one. Whatever. Let's do airing of grievances <laughs> instead of what we did this week. Right, here's super, one small one. It's Super Bowl one. Sunday. If we can't get yeah, furious true. today, then when can we? Here's a small one, and I 
tend to bring it up around St. Patrick's Day. But if you say, and this is true for Irish and uh, Italians and Polish people, I would say. If you okay, say, all right, here we go. If you say I have driving the tech leave, backwards into battle. If you say I have blank nationality, family, fucking everyone's like, oh yeah, me too. My parents are from Boston. Fucking, they're not Irish, you asshole. They are yes. Americans. <laughs> Well, that's, like, I mean, they've done studies of, like, wh- who are the most racist groups in America, and it's all, like, small, insular groups of, you know, Irish or Italian mm. immigrants who've been here for, you know, 150 years or whatever, but they're still like, oh, we're we're Italians in South Jersey! Like, well, fucking, are you Italian? Because if so, then stop hating foreigners, and if you're not Italian, then fucking stop trying to pretend you are. Ugh! Yes. I fully agree. And it makes me insane. And also, then when they want to talk about things that are culture-related, like uh, geography or food, and they fucking don't know anything about the country that they claim to be from, goddamn. Yes. I mean, that's the thing, right? Like, there's all of this stuff of just let people have the things that make them happy, and that is that is a fair argument. No, I refuse. <laughs> but uh-huh. it does... In a lot of ways, stuff like that really waters down your ability to have a meaningful conversation with someone. Yeah. <laughs> because, like, if you just say, okay, yeah, you can be Irish, but then you want to talk about Ireland with somebody and they want to be a part of it, you can't be Irish anymore. Yeah. <laughs> You're not allowed. You don't know. I oh, uh, don't know what kind of horrible lives you two are living that you ever have to interact with people like this. It sounds <laughs> awful. No, this comes, I sw- like I said, this comes up every St. Patrick's Day. Someone mentions Ireland and I say, oh, my grandfather's Irish. And fucking everyone involved in the conversation says, oh, me too. No, they aren't. They are Americans. My grandfather is Irish. That's right. <laughs> These girls aren't French. They're American. <laughs> we had a we had a person start working at my company who is from Ireland. And uh, when I started working with her, I was like, oh, yeah, my, you know, my family's Irish or whatever. She did that same thing of like, uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it took months for me for her to realize, like, no, I mean, like, they live in Ireland now, (laughs) not I'm one of these assholes that Louisa hates. (laughs) Oh, well, you are that, too, but for different reasons. Well, yes, that's Yeah. Well, anyway. anyway, I know, I'm trying to tap it down again. (laughs) I'm losing the plot. What did you do this week, Louisa? Oh, no, nothing. Fucking nothing. (laughs) Okay, well, what made you angry this week? Yeah, there it is. I got something. Uh, I've been making carnitas a lot lately because, Ooh. oh man, I love them. They're so You've good. definitely talked this? about this on the show before, but well. that's fun. <laughs> Listen, there's a theme to this, and every week it's Jeff has gone to see at least three movies, <laughs> mm-hmm. Louisa has made a new recipe, and Matt uh, played a video game. I either played a new video game or binged a new Netflix show. Guess which mm-hmm. one it's going to be. Netflix. <laughs> Um, oh, yes. you didn't want me Louisa, to guess. It's Louisa, here's mm-hmm. the problem, and I want to talk to you about this, because we've talked about carnitas before, but not this specific thing. Okay. Not this specific carnitas. <laughs> I don't think I like pork. Uh-oh. Wrong. Yeah, how that's you, an incorrect opinion. How do you make that work? Because, like, the thing is that pork is either way too fatty or way too not fatty. Mm, I see wrong. what you're saying. No, I agree with that part. But that just means if you have, like, a lean pork chop, you gotta cook it so it's still a little pink inside and stays juicy. So that problem's yeah. solved. Yeah, <laughs> love me some rare pork here in coronavirus hell. <laughs> 
Coronavirus isn't from pigs. It comes from undercooked food, according to all the internet fear-mongering I've looked at. Yeah. Oh, seriously? Yeah. I'm going to continue to eat slightly pink pork, and I don't care what it does no, to me. You're going to give all of us coronavirus. But the thing is, if it's fatty, then you need to just trim it well so that you're only eating a little bit of the fat every time. But when you're cooking it, when you're cooking a pork shoulder, which has a lot of fat in it, that is going to base the meat and keep it moist. Yeah, but then all the fat eventually just runs out of it, and then you've just got, like, like fibers of, of pork nope. <laughs> soaking well, in fat. <laughs> but the thing is, with carnitas, uh, you can make them in the slow cooker, but I use the instant yes. pot. Uh, you cut it up into chunks, and you put it in there with citrus and uh, spices and herbs. And then, because you're cooking it in a liquid, just water is fine, um, it stays moist, so then it, it comes out, like, falling apart tender, like stew. But you keep that in the fridge, in all its juices, and then as you're making it, you just take a little bit of that out and shred it up and then fry it in a pan so that it gets crispy on the outside. Perfect. Mm-hmm. That sounds never extremely good. Yes, it's the best. I just don't thing. like pork. I like bacon fine. Pork belly is okay. That's but- the fattiest of all. What are you <laughs> saying? Who are yeah, you? I'm, I'm saying that whenever you cook pork chops or pork loin or even pork shoulder, the problem I have is the fat all, you know, uh, renders itself and then comes out and then you're left with just non-fatty, like, meat fibers. Yeah. Are you roasting a pork shoulder? Because it will dry out if you roast it. Yeah, maybe. Might be a thing. It's been a long time since I did it. I mean, I do a, I do roast pork loin sometimes and it can be fine, but it's just not as good as any other meat. I love to do a pulled pork, which is so easy. Yeah. Which is essentially what carnitas is closely related to. Yeah, you basically just, like, cook it for 12 hours at 210 degrees in a, in a, like, covered pan and all of the fat melts into grease, uh, which is extremely delicious. But again, I feel like the grease, like, separates out from your barbecue sauce or whatever, and then you've just got a layer of grease on top of it. Not how I do it. I like that when I have my carnitas in the fridge and it's in its liquid and it's uh, cold, all the fat comes to the top. So I just take a little scoop of fat every time, heat that up in the pan before I fry it, and then uh works out exactly like I want. I mean, I do this, uh, everything you're saying I do all the time when I make pot roast, which I love. Yeah. But beef is a good meat and pork <laughs> is not, I guess, is my point. You're not going to survive like in the uh, post-apocalypse times when we have to eat other human beings, which tastes like I pork. I will. I'll eat pork. Pork. I'll eat people. I just don't want to. I just prefer to eat a delicious You'll be like, cow. Ugh, this butt cheek is so dry. That ran out. Oh, I, yeah. oh, I can't believe that this pulled Dave is so separated. Why would I say the name of the person? Because that would be very funny, because it's a funny joke on our comedy podcast that we're doing. Oh boy, there's a farm near me that does a farm share thing. They grow heritage pigs, and oh, they no. will, Do like... they tell you the name of the pig? They don't, but they'll tell you way too many details, and mm. it's a thing where you sign up for, like, a, like once a week you go and get the fresh meat, but uh, it's incredibly expensive, so I haven't done it. But that's too much information to know about this exact pig that I'm about to <laughs> fry up in a pan. Yeah, I want to know this pig's favorite color. <laughs> That I want to know every oh pig's favorite color. That would be fascinating. Can, <laughs> no, can they no. see color? Can you pig with all the colors of the wind? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? You should have said you pork with all the colors of the wind, Jeff. I'm sorry. Ew! Why? That's disgusting, Matt. <laughs> At least pork is a verb. <laughs> yeah, but it's the worst verb. 
That's why it's funny for our comedy podcast. Oh, oh, you know what? You got me. When you're, when you're right, you're right. And when you're here, you're family. We never should have given in to complaining at the top because now I feel like everything's ruined. (laughs) No, this is funny. We're doing great. Yeah, this is a good episode. So, carnitas is like the perfect thing because it's 99 cents a pound, especially right now because people are making uh, pulled pork sandwiches for the Super Bowl. Um, Oh, yeah. Who do you like for the Super Bowl? Who are you betting on? Who's going to win it all? I only found out today who was in it. I still don't know who's in it, but I made some buffalo chicken dip for Jen to take to work. (laughs) It was okay, except it had a whole cup of ranch dressing in it, which I think is gross, but wrong. I don't know. Ranch dressing is delicious, actually. I don't mind ranch dressing on a salad, but seeing it in a cup is upsetting. (laughs) That's fair. You should make your own. It's super easy. And then you don't have the sugar in there, so it has a nicer flavor. Yeah, then I have to have buttermilk, and every time I buy buttermilk, I- He just ends up drinking it. it. Yeah. You can drink it. (laughs) Yeah, you can drink it, Louisa. (laughs) But not us. Not normal people. I mean, I certainly can't. I can't even eat a whole bowl of ice cream without feeling sick, so I imagine the fat in buttermilk would just kill me instantly. No, there's no fat in buttermilk. Buttermilk is what's left over when you take the fat, the butter, out. I mean, I mean I it's got the word no butter fat, right there, in there. There is low fat. fat. <laughs> yes, this is the leftover. My it's assumption, butter, butter leavings. My assumption was that it was butter mixed with milk, <laughs> <laughs> like bulletproof milk. Mm, that doesn't sound too bad. <laughs> yeah, I know it doesn't. You drink <laughs> evaporated milk right out of the can, you pervert. Is it you butter know? mixed with? <laughs> is it butter mixed with milk? Just milk, like whole milk? Um, <sighs> half and half. <laughs> yeah, half butter, half milk. Related because uh, last week kind I bought of, yeah. some goat's milk and I made uh, cajeta. I'm probably mm-hmm. pronouncing that wrong, and I'm sorry, but that is uh, dulce de leche that's made with uh, goat milk instead of cow's milk, and yeah. it's really good. And then I tried making like basically cocoa, but putting the caramel in instead of that and melting it into the milk. Oh, it's really good. Mm-hmm. It's real good, you guys. I just want to go eat these sweets I bought. <laughs> You're making me hungry for sweets. I have a pecan braid inches away from my hand. I could be eating it right now. Oh, all I have is a bottle of water. I can't believe this. <laughs> I also have a cup of tea that I've been thinking, could I take a gulp of this without anyone noticing? I left I my vanilla Coke Zero right next to the box of cookies, too. Oh, you're going to drink soda with pastries? No, no, but, like, I bought them in my in my gallivanting when I went to the stores uh, during I laundry my times. To- I realize my tone may have been judgmental, but I was really trying to, like, suss out mentally what that would be like. Because I'm not opposed to it, but no, it sounds bad. complicated. Okay. Yeah. Well, if anyone out there does that, I just want you to know, I don't think you're necessarily wrong. I just, I'm trying to figure <laughs> out what my mouth would feel like. Like if that was if that happened to it, yeah, that's all your qualifications say that you do definitely think it's wrong. <laughs> I think a lot of things are wrong, but I'm going to let people enjoy their pastries however they want, as long as they're not fucking macaroons. <laughs> Uh, so, real quick, carnitas are great, they're super cheap, they're super easy to make, and then they're like the perfect leftover food, because they just sit in their juices, and then at every time that you fry some up, it takes like five minutes, and it's like completely fresh and new again, and I love it. That sounds a lot like Jeff, he just sits in his juices, and then every time he fries something up, he's fresh and new again. Yep. Mm, yeah, <laughs> the juices are my sadness, and the fries something up is when I fry up something. Like in a pan. <laughs> uh. So that's 
sums me up. Jeff, Jeff what do you do? This? Jeff, wait, hold on. Can we please <laughs> yeah, merchandise yeah, yeah. this and make our first t-shirt be a shirt that just says the juices are my sadness? <laughs> Remember when our first shirt was going to be Han Solo shooting his gun and it says see you in hell on it? <laughs> Why? Why would we? That's you could just have that be a Star Wars thing. Like he says that in the movie. I know. That's why we were talking about it. We don't have any claim on any of that. Yeah, but it's very funny. You won't even make it to the first marker. Then I'll see you in hell. Like I didn't make that up, and you still think it's so funny. I know because of the context it came up in when we were talking about people trying to uh, make the Star Wars universe like have all its own internal logic rules yeah. <laughs> and then you're like that time he said see you in hell <laughs> <laughs> oh we couldn't uh, stop laughing it was very the time good. he said see you next Tuesday <laughs> they like, have Tuesdays is that a swear word in- do they have weeks in outer space <laughs> Ooh, that's a good question <laughs> where did they get I humans mean- from not to part the curtain too much, but this is a lot like our D&D conversation this past week when people kept saying human years, but those are just years. <laughs> it's dog not, years. Yeah, if we say dog years, that's because they're different from the normal, like, year as in the Earth traveling oh. around the sun one time, but human years are just the normal kind. Oh my god, you, you all pushed back years. so much when Chris said dwarf years, and I was like, hold the, <laughs> hold the goddamn phone. <laughs> Uh, you can't have it that's true although i like to refer to basically anything as human like when i talk about uh if i say anything online about friends like you guys i'll say my human friends instead of oh yeah i will i use human as an adjective to emphasize the absurdity of something (laughs) like i'll say this cost me 200 human dollars in real life and I use human as an acronym to describe my uh, huge man- undulating man arm net. Kill, kill all humanity. <laughs> okay. It's ironic, you see. Don't you think? <laughs> Jeff, please stop <laughs> referencing that song. <laughs> no. At the end of the episode. <laughs> I won't. Oh, yeah, put that song at the end of the episode then. Okay, um, I will. I tried to hand it off to you, Jeff, and you did not take the baton. But Say Jeff, again. What did you do this week? Oh, okay. Um, I did, did diddly squat. Um, I've been playing this game on my phone called Troll Patrol. Uh-huh. Um, and I've been really enjoying. Is it a tie into the Trolls movie franchise? No, it is. Um, is it tie into Paw Patrol. If you were an early adopter of the iPhone, there was uh, a game I'm told was very popular called Dungeon Raid about ten years ago uh, <laughs> that went away, and this is uh, someone's remake of that because they wanted it to exist still slash again. Um, and it's this is mu- one of those match threes that you like so much. Yeah, uh, not necessarily three, but you know, it is uh, a grid of items, and you have to match them up. Basically, you like connect them with a line, and you have to connect uh, connect them to defeat enemies and and um, collect potions and treasure. And where does Sonic the Hedgehog come in? Um, about the third level. Okay, cool. they're called zones, actually. Oh yeah, sorry. The third he comes <laughs> that's pretty good. That was pretty good, yeah. He comes in zone three, act two. Okay. 
Um, oh man, how are they going to incorporate that aspect of Sonic into the movie, I wonder? I bet they're not going to bother. I, w- I bet that they're going to use that Kanye West song that I'm not allowed to say the name of, where he says, uh, don't let me get into my zone. I don't know what the name of that song is now, but... It has a swear word that, the one in of the Paris? swear words that white people can't say. Is it the yeah. In Paris yeah. song? Yep, that's the one. Okay. Okay. Oh, is that from that song? Okay. I didn't know it was from that song either. I'm pretty sure. Who knows? Yeah. Impossible Kanye to say. West is a crazy person and a psychopath. Yep. Those anyway, are synonyms. They would pay for that song to put it in the movie? No, I don't think that they would do that. Uh, I think that they would. Uh, I think I think that they will have some kind of sign outside of Doctor. I almost said Wiley, but that's wrong. <laughs> Same Dr. guy. Robotnik's uh, area. That's like the the whatever zone. Who is Doctor Robotnik? But Fat Doctor Wiley. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> Yeah, he. they both like making robots. Okay. They both have big mustaches. They both are nominally for the trying to help humanity, but they're actually evil and trying to destroy everything. They both fly around in little UFOs all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Okay, these guys are actually Baby very brothers. similar. It's almost like every villain from the original NES era of video <laughs> games was the exact same character. I think no, if you're... Matt, think about it. King DDD didn't fly around a little, little UFO, now did he? Yeah, that's true. You have. I don't remember, but <laughs> I, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. I'm making a joke because, yes, he did. You were supposed to remember that he did. Okay, yes. Wait, when? Hold on. I don't remember which one. King <laughs> DDD. So they don't have any plot. UFO. No, there they all have was, a plot. There definitely was a UFO in one of them. Yeah, you can fly in a UFO. Interacting with it, though. Uh, Kirby can fly in a UFO, but... History King, will vindicate me. King DDD does not fly in a little UFO. He just runs around and tries to steal all of your hamburgers. You don't know. You haven't played all the games. There's too many. Yes, I have. No one played all of them. Well, you play every Kirby game? That sucks. Yeah, I haven't played all the Game Boy Advance and DS ones. You're right. But I did play... Uh, Dreamland 1, 2, 3, Superstar, Kirby's Adventure. Which was the one where you could ride on a hamster? That was uh, 2 and 3. Those ones were awesome. Yeah. That hamster ruled. Yeah, I really the loved them. They all had names, I remember, the animals. Uh, I don't yeah. what they were. Kine was the fish, Rick was the hamster. Um, Hamtaro, I think, was the hamster. Oh, yeah, Hamtaro <laughs> was the other hamster. Um <laughs> A Goku was the little uh, kung fu man that he could ride on. Um, I guess Karate Man. Goku's Japanese, not Chinese. He could ride on a man? No, I made that up. Okay, I, that's not that weird <laughs> yeah, for not. a Kirby game. Uh, <laughs> it's not that weird. <laughs> uh, anyway, I use the phrase kung fu to mean um, kicking and punching, probably in a way that is inappropriate sometimes. So, whenever I say kung fu, please uh, know that I've made a mistake, and what I mean is kicking and punching. So that's why you always refer to that movie as kicking and punching panda. Yes. That might be the translation of that title in, like, Germany or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely, it's like a, a four-word compound word and then panda. Yes. <laughs> God damn it. Anyway, uh, what was I talking about before I <laughs> talked about Patrol. Kirby? Patrol. Uh, yeah, yeah, Troll Patrol, yeah. Troll Patrol is pretty good, and I've played it a lot, and it's the perfect game to play while you listen to a podcast or audiobook, um, because it requires no thinking and just, like, matching gems. 
I'm surprised mm. that you don't like idle games as much as I do, Jeff, given that that, that requires the least amount of mental interaction it is possible for a game to require. I need it to engage um, the, like, lizard part of my brain, and an idle game is just, like, you click a button and then you wait, or all the ones I've used, and then, like, the waiting, then I'm gonna get distracted from my podcast. Yeah, I suppose that's fair. I like, I like, in a good idle game, there's a lot of, like, uh, different areas of it to be managing at all times, so when one area gets boring, you can click away to something else. I but, had... What was the yeah. one? Armory and Machine? Matt, I like those too, but they're a little bit stressful sometimes, the complicated ones, because there are so many things you need to remember that you need to be checking on. Yeah, yeah that's true. Sometimes you get into that like hole of, uh, I can't step away from this because any yeah. second will be lost, it was precious, and you have to remind yourself, no, this is a game that is designed to, like... Only go in one direction and go in that direction infinitely, so it doesn't. Nothing I do matters. Yeah, uh, the... that's why I stopped playing uh, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp, which I did enjoy, but it was it got a little tedious because it was just like, all right, now wait for this counter to count down five more hours. I was just like, yeah, those are the worst kinds of games. Any kind of game where it says like, now you have to stop playing and you can't play again for another forty minutes yeah. or whatever. Unless you want to give us twenty dollars, do you want to do that? You can do it right now. Here's a button. I can't, I can't believe that we as a society haven't wholesale rejected that business model yet. Yeah. Like, there's so many, like, what is it? Fire Emblem Heroes was the first one where I saw this, where there were people who were spending thousands of dollars on it. And I cannot believe that those those games can make money because people shouldn't have enough money to be able to waste it on that, I guess. Yeah, but it's the kind of game where everything about it is designed to get you to give them money. Like it's like a exactly. sl- it's like a slot machine. There's no other purpose to it. My point is, I, I'm not saying like, uh, yes, I get it. I get that the game is designed to make you want to spend money. My point is, it will never work on me because I don't have any money. So yeah. I can't give it to them. Yeah, and the fact true. that there are people out there who have enough money that they're like, I guess I could give some money to Fire Emblem Heroes. Those people need to be guillotined right now. <laughs> Uh, the trouble is, a lot of it is kids who don't really know the value of money yet, so they're like, oh, I could get all this stuff in the game for just giving up, you know, the $5 I have for this week? Okay. Yeah, I suppose. See, this is why I don't think kids should be allowed to have any money ever. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if they earn money, it should be taken from them. I mean, that's how we were raised, Louisa. <laughs> Yeah, although we did have money, because I remember, like, I was afraid to spend it always, so I would hoard it. Well, I was afraid to spend it because our allowance was 25 cents per week per year you've been alive, (laughs) which sounds awesome when you're, like, five, but then when you're, like, 15 and you're only getting $1.75 a week or whatever, (laughs) that sucks. Uh, yeah, I always had money though, so I don't know what to tell you. How did you do it? I you always did too, wanted I money, huh? You did too, I think. Didn't you? I didn't. I never had money. Mm. I remember saving up months, like eight months, to buy one Nintendo game. Oh man, remember back then, and you just would buy one. You didn't know if it was gonna be good or not, and it probably yes. wasn't. <laughs> Walking around in Toys R Us, pulling those paper tickets out of the envelopes. They didn't even have the boxes on the shelves. Yep, and making really great kid decisions like well the game i've been waiting for for months that cost 60 dollars isn't available it's sold out so maybe i'll just buy this other game for 60 dollars and just waste my 60 dollars on it that's how i first got into final fantasy because i wanted to buy final fight and it wasn't there and the game in the next slot was final fantasy 
Uh, It all works out, I guess. Have you ever really dodged a bullet where you were like, oh man, I want to buy this game, but it's not there, so I got a good game? Because, like, Final Fight's not terrible. It it absolutely is. Like, I would (laughs) say... I may not remember how bad it is, but I tried replaying it recently. It's terrible. But, like, as a kid, it has the kicking and punching that you want. It's just a less good Battletoads. Yeah, but that's all of that whole genre is a less good Battletoads. Yeah, they all suck. Whereas <laughs> Final Fantasy III, which is the one that I got, fucking ruled. It was one of the greatest games of all time. So Yeah. I remember going to um, Toys R Us for, I guess it must have been my 11th birthday. And I could choose between paying $50 for South Park for the N64 or, <laughs> or I think $60 for Super Smash Brothers for the N64. Mm. It might have been 60 or 70, it might have been like 60 and 70, but I think it was 50 and 60. Um, and I spent the $10 more and never looked back. Yeah, that's good. I mean, you made the right choice because South Park sucks. So. Yeah, and that game was not good. No one liked I'm it. Sure. It was like a first-person shooter for some reason. <laughs> well, there was that Simpsons game that Matt and I played, and that was really not very good and way too hard. Which There's, one? Uh, is it Bart? Bart's Nightmare? <gasps> is it? It's the one where he fights aliens. Uh, oh, there's there were two Nintendo ones. There was the the original NES ones. Was there was the, the first stroller. one, Invasion of the like that might be it. Space Mutants or something and then Bart's Nightmare, which was the good one. Oh, no, Bart's Nightmare sucks. Have you tried to play it recently, like, as an adult? Uh, okay, maybe maybe I good one was a strong phrase, okay. and I'm glad you called me out on it. <laughs> yeah. I mean well, to say, compared to the other one, yeah. it was wow. the better of the two. Uh, yeah, the other was... one, which was, had mildly entertaining moments, but was way too hard, and in fact, there you can find YouTube videos of, like, trying to beat the final level to see exactly how hard it is, because it has a ridiculous difficulty rating. Uh, yeah, Bart versus the Space Mutants, it looks That's like. That's the one. Uh, Bart... It's the the other one, Bart's Nightmare, is just so like none. It it all is on theme because it's just weird dream logic as you wander around this completely nonsense world doing things that don't seem to make any sense or have any impact on the the game world. Mm-hmm. I remember that there was a part where you could get like you had to collect something to turn into Bartman and it would allow you to fly and that was not a power Bartman had (laughs) in any of the the Simpsons and significantly Batman the character that it's based on also doesn't have that power (laughs) oh boy the licensed games it's so amazing that no one involved was quality control who's like all right we need this mechanic for the game but this is how it goes in the lore of the property we're using, so we're going to have to get more creative than this. There's just <laughs> nobody to say that. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty wild the things that people were allowed to get away with adapting uh, kids' properties into video games, where they'd just be yeah. like, well, now we're going to have Mr. Burns be a brain in a jar controlling a robot suit instead. Yeah. <laughs> like, was, wasn't there anyone in charge of the Simpsons brand to come along and be like, no, of course you can't do that. That's crazy. <laughs> Probably not. Uh, yeah, yeah Nintendo so. had the, the calls were coming from inside the house because I remember playing. Super no, they were Mario- coming from Japan. That was the issue. Super Mario Land, <laughs> and <laughs> being like, "Well, this is all bullshit. Like nothing in that game <laughs> is like any of the other games." 
Yep, yep, you get a fire flower, and it, <laughs> you shoot bouncy balls out of your hand. Like, what? What are you doing, uh, game? Yeah, 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 it's terrible. I mean, it's a fine game, and it, they've incorporated some of that lore since then, but, oh boy, they just did whatever in that game. Yeah, wasn't there a part where you piloted a submarine and shot, like, yep. torpedoes? That's crazy. <laughs> there were so many pyramids. Is that where Wario first showed up? No, that was um, Adventure. Golden Coins. Was it? Six Golden Coins? Yeah, Six Golden Coins. Which was the second one. Super Mario Land 2, Six Golden Coins? Yes. Yes. And then Super Mario Land 3, Wario Land. Oh, I like that, because he had to collect things like broken teapots and old telephones. And that similarly (laughs) upended all the rules of the Mario universe and what everything did, but it made sense because it was a new guy. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he loved garlic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he I loves that was his main thing. He loves I to eat know. garbage and steal coins. <laughs> I want to know how much of Wario lore arose organically from the fandom because in Six Golden Coins, he's just a mean Mario. Yeah. I don't know that there's any indication that he's a dirty boy. He's also somehow- twice as big as Mario for some <laughs> reason. Yes. Well, that's true. But like, when did he become a dirty boy? <laughs> I think by the time they had to give him his own game, the third game, they needed to have some kind of uh, personality, but like a fake video game personality. So they're like, yeah, here's what it is. He loves trash. <laughs> does he, in that game, does he do trash things? He I'm collects trash. Like like I said, you collect a broken teapot and an old telephone and stuff. Like he wanted those things. Uh, I don't remember that. I remember he wanted gold. I, like play, oh, yeah, he does. I played Wario Land 2 as my, my first experience with Wario. So it was, his personality was already really codified by then where like he's lazy, lives in a castle and loves uh, stealing treasure from pirates. Yes. This is the thing. I know about him that he loves treasure, and he, like, I remember at the end of every level, like, you, the only thing that mattered was how much money you had collected, and I thought that was cool, and, like, a good inversion of Mario stuff, but even, like, he wears, I know he wears a Viking hat, is that where he started being a dirty boy? Like, (laughs) Vikings are gross, so he's gross? I don't know. That's, uh, just one of his power-ups, though. Yeah. yeah, I know, but there's not, I guess my point is, in the, in Wario Land and in Mario Land 2 Six Golden Coins, I don't know about the later ones because I didn't play them, there's not like a power-up where he gets garlic and then burps gross burps on people. <laughs> well, I think you gotta remember that the villains only have like two personalities. There's extremely threatening uh, gay-coded, or there's stinky dirtbag. Yeah, so that is <laughs> respectively Waluigi and Wario. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's threatening, isn't he? <laughs> he's a real slender man, that one. God, there's so just... Funny. There's something where sinister does... about him. So where does Bowser fall on that spectrum? Both. He's, a dirty boy he's sure. both. He seems refined to me. Do you not think he's refined? No. No, absolutely not. <laughs> he's always like, look, I I put on a tuxedo for this wedding, and you're like, oh, gross, and then Peach screams because she doesn't want to marry him because he's gross. But No, okay, he's definitely, like... A boar, a cad. Yes. But like, if Bowser came on and was like, "Hi, I'm gonna like take a shit right in the middle of the Super Mario." <laughs> Jesus level, Christ! I'd what? Be like, this is way outside of your normal way of being. But if Wario did that, I'd be like, "This makes sense." <laughs> no, that wouldn't make sense unless it was in a pornography. Like, what are the, you saying, Jeff? Jeff 
One of his powers in Super Smash Brothers is farting on people. We are one step away from him just taking a shit in the middle of a Super Smash <laughs> Brothers level. God, Matt, Jesus. I think you're right, but it developed over the years. And Bowser had to be, like, super family friendly. So, like, he's gross, but he's gross in the way that's, like, he looks at a flower and it wilts because, like, oh, he's so ugly. But Wario's, like, the next level up. I think that here... Okay, so I think that you can classify uh, the characters, the Mario villains, and most video game villains into two categories. One would be... One would, right, but like by behaviors and, and okay. they would fit here behaviorally. Uh, on one side, the, uh, gay coded ones, you could see them wearing a bow tie and it wouldn't look unusual. And the other side is you could see them eating out of a garbage can and it wouldn't look unusual. Which okay, one bo- seems more reasonable for Bowser? Bow tie. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Yes. I agree. I think that if we saw him eating garbage in a game, I would be like, this is out of character. But he's, yes, thank- He's neither genuinely threatening nor gay coded. That's what I'm. That's what I was trying to get at. Is that I don't know that he falls into this because he doesn't strike me as uh, odd couple style slob. And if he's not that, and he's not gay coded, then I, I think he's something else. No, I think that I he's think the he's classic brute. He's like Big Pete or Bluto. Yes, I agree, but both of those are kind of a slob, which is why they discuss the women of those properties. Mm. Yes, exactly. The only thing that makes Peach not into Bowser is the fact that he's a giant dinosaur. But, like, he's not gross. Both Big Pete and um, Bluto look like they've just woken up from a hangover all the time. (laughs) Okay, so is Bowser a slob or a snob is what we're trying to figure out. Snob! I think snob. No, slob for sure. Why are we in so much trouble here? He is king Yeah, I'm I'm voting snob for this. He fights with a scepter sometimes, Louisa. His whole thing is being too gross for people to want to be around him. What? In what? In what game? What are you talking? I'm about? I'm seeing someone on on Reddit call him a fat, disgusting slob, and I don't agree. <laughs> well, that's the first. We don't agree with Reddit. <laughs> I love my thick Bowser. I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, you've been made fun of since you were very young about it. Yep. Um, no, Louisa, think I think you're story. wrong. I, I can't uh, think of a single instance from the games where he's, where he is gross. But he's supposed to be like, gross. like you say, boorish, ugly. He wears like steel-toed boots. Like, uh, that's his whole thing. Lumbering around and smashing things. I think that counts as slob behavior. That's not, that's certainly not snob behavior. Mm. But he also, like, he pl- he has wedding planners, he wears a tuxedo, <laughs> he has, like, gold jewelry on. And also the way people are horny for him online tells, yeah. uh, makes me <laughs> He's makes like me a think. Henry VIII character. Uh-huh. What if there's a new co- classification between slob and snob, which is kind of the worst of both, and it's a Donald <laughs> Trump Oh and no! There's a Donald Trump. That's exactly it. He's yeah. ha- he's he's half slob, half snob. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my but god! I would argue. I think Bowser has the best of both worlds. He's the anti-Trump. Yeah. No. If if they touched each other, it would just they explode and turn into a normal man. <laughs> like the Skeksis and the uh, Guardians in uh, Dark Crystal. Yep. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, no, I could imagine Bowser having a gold toilet, easily. Oh yeah, for sure. No, actually, I can't imagine him having a toilet at all. <laughs> He's <laughs> not slovenly enough. Oh, no, hold on. a Mario stage, if you know what I mean. <laughs> 
And you have imagined it. I can imagine him having a gold toilet and proudly displaying it in his uh, throne room or something. Because he doesn't understand what it's for, but he doesn't actually use it because he doesn't use a toilet. Okay, but Wario 100% has a gold toilet and uses it proudly in public. (laughs) (laughs) In his parade floats after he becomes king. (laughs) Yes, exactly. I forget how we got into this one. <laughs> yeah, whose <laughs> turn is it to talk? I think you need to ask me what I did this yeah, week. Yeah, what'd you do this week? Uh, so I started and then subsequently finished watching all of the uh, AMC series Lodge 49. Which, oh, uh, rest in peace. Yeah, it's it's been cancelled apparently, although Hulu keeps on telling me it's coming back in August, so I don't know why Hulu is doing that, but apparently that is not true, which is fine. I still think it's a good little show. I actually prefer to watch a show after it's already ended so that I know like when to be done with it, Yeah, that makes sense. No, I also, mm. I, I like that, especially if the show only has 15 episodes total. Yeah. Yeah, spread out over six years. Yep. <laughs> You're gonna watch them all at once. Oh, man. <laughs> It's going to be so easy to catch up on Doctor Who because they've made like 12 episodes in the four years that I haven't watched it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I have not gone back in a long time to Doctor Who, and I'm not sure if I ever will. It'll it'll only take you a short afternoon. (laughs) Yep. Um, Have you guys watched Lodge 49? Uh, I saw a couple episodes when Chris and Leah still lived in my home and were watching it. Okay. And Louisa, you haven't seen it or know anything about it? Correct. Okay, so it is an AMC uh, TV series in the vein of a Mad Men or a Breaking Bad, Um, but it is not a drama, it is a comedy, it is sort of like... So it's not in the vein of those other two examples at all. (laughs) Well, I mean, it it is a prestige television experience like those other ones are. I see. Okay. Um, It is... The the show that it most reminded me of as I was watching it is Lost. Okay. But it's like... It's like Lost, if they weren't on an island, they were just in, like, a small town in California, and the villain, instead of being a smoke monster, was capitalism. Yeah, it played to me like if, um, if Twin Peaks was made by a normal person. (laughs) There's certainly a Twin Peaks-y element to it. So the the premise of the show is a guy who is a lovable loser, uh, who has, like, everything in his life go bad finds a signet ring of a secret society on the beach and he goes to them to see if they'll give him some money for it. And when he goes in, he, like, loves the whole lodge vibe and decides to join the secret society instead. And so he's in this, like, weird masons group and no one really believes all of the mysticism of it, just like a normal, like a, a, a masons or sacred order of the water buffalo or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but they all start coming true once this guy joins the lodge. So all of yeah. the things, the crazy things that they believe are real. Now, you say he found this ring. Is he then also having to pretend this whole time that he is whoever originally owned this ring? Or has he admitted to them that he's just some guy? Yeah, he, he uh, as soon as he meets them, he's like, here, I found this ring on okay. the beach. And But the guy who's the leader of the lodge thinks that that is a, like an omen. Yeah. But then that guy's maybe going crazy a little bit so no one believes him. (laughs) Oh yeah, part of what's interesting about the show is that the Secret Society doesn't seem cool or interesting. It's like just a bunch of old guys, like a uh, Elk's Lodge type thing. Yes. 
Okay. Right. Uh, so anyway, it, it's a really, it's a very good show, and they do a lot of things where, like, they, they draw a lot of parallels between the idea that this lodge is just sort of like a group of people who want to have a, a community experience without there having to be a lot of baggage with it, and the fact that that means you kind of have to nominally quote-unquote believe in something but you don't actually believe it and how that is a parallel to the way our modern society treats money of like money only really has value if we all agree that it does and so the loser guy's sister is in dire financial straits for much of the series but starts to realize that like everyone is and that doesn't really matter and doesn't really mean anything if you don't want it to and obviously it's not like advice for your life you shouldn't just default on all your loans but uh she's a great character and she's very funny so it's good it's a good show you should check it out (sighs) i Uh, hear it's canceled though i heard that from you like two minutes ago yep yes uh, it's true that it's canceled yeah well like that unless they had a chance to end the way they wanted to which they probably didn't they they I think it ends on a cliffhanger. It ended on a cliffhanger, so <laughs> there's that. But it's but fine. It's... You know how much mental energy I invested in The Nick, which was a very good show, which ended with every character's arc reaching its absolute lowest point <laughs> for a cliffhanger, <laughs> and then it's never coming back? Love it. Oh. Um, it also, we didn't mention, stars Kurt Russell's son, who looks exactly like Kurt Russell 35 <laughs> years ago. <laughs> Oh, I didn't know that that was Kurt Russell's son, but yeah, that 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 tracks. Although I thought for a while he looked a lot like um Goldie Hawn. <laughs> <laughs> no. What's the dude's name from like Last Man on Earth? Will Forte? That's Yes. It. He he his mannerisms remind me a lot of Will Forte on Last Man on Earth. Yeah. When you said lovable loser, I immediately thought of Last Man on Earth. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I I think that he's kind of he starts the series kind of doing that character and it fits very well. Like okay. he he looks enough like Kurt Russell that if they were doing a movie where Kurt Russell had to be uh digitally de-aged, they could use him as the stand-in. Yeah, there is one episode where he shaves his beard, and it's very off-putting. <laughs> but luckily, there's only the one episode. So. Yeah. Uh, it's One of the things that's great about it is that that character, who is the main character, is, like, very optimistic all of the time, and has, like, a very good and positive attitude about life, no matter how terrible things get. And that is, uh, that's quite nice to see in, in a world where everyone is cynical all the time. Okay. Yeah. So... I highly recommend it. It's only two seasons long. It's very good. And unlike The Nick, which I've never seen, mm-hmm. uh, all the characters' arcs end in a like kind of a high note at the moment where it's canceled. There's only really one like five-second cliffhanger at the very end of the last episode that will never be resolved, but otherwise it's fine. Okay. Is it creepy at all? You mentioned Lost, and then you mentioned Secret Societies and stuff, and I'm wondering if it's a little bit creepy. They, there's a little bit of creepiness. I mean, it's <laughs> a lot like Lost in that the creepiness is less like, oh my god, a monster, and more of like, ooh, we found this weird secret room. Oh, this secret room has, like, a group of people who committed suicide because they believed that a, a meteor was coming, so they find a lot of bones and things, that kind of stuff. It's, it's, uh, it never feels menacing or sinister in what I've seen. It's just sort of That's like, true. what's going on in this uh, otherwise, like, <laughs> unassuming sitcom? Well, you say yeah. that, but the scariest thing for me in Lost, so scary that I couldn't actually watch it, I had to fast forward, was when they're watching one of the Dharma Initiative videos, and there are edits within the video, so, like, the character moves around while he's describing something to you. Oh my god, that was way too much. <laughs> uh, well, there's nothing like that. I don't even really know. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you probably don't think it's that creepy, so you don't even remember it. Yeah. Um, anyway, the, I don't think that you would find this in any way scary. It is not intended to be scary at all. Maybe, like, spooky is a better word, or, like, not even spooky, but, like... Weird. Yeah, just sort of surreal. Okay. Yeah, that's the right word. Surreal, for sure. Yeah. Um, is that it? Did we all talk about our stuff, and now we have to talk about a goddamn wiki? <laughs> yes, I think so. let's do it. All right, <laughs> I posted the link to it. It is, um... I think this has to be the last episode of the show because we've reached yeah. the ultimate pop culture wiki. <laughs> it has 24,257 pages, and I guess that's all the things in pop culture. Uh, I'm not seeing any background on this one, just like nope. Lou, you Correct. guys. There's yep, not nope. even anything on the front page besides a one-line description. Yes. So, ultimate pop culture wiki, not in any special font or anything, just regular. Welcome to ultimate pop culture wiki, the wiki about popular culture, video games, television, comics, fanon, etc., that anyone can edit. And then content, section title, add links to articles here, and section title, and then there's space for more links, and all of these are bullet points that are just blank. Yep. So somebody didn't even finish making the front page yep. of this wiki. But they did make 24,000 other pages. <laughs> so I'm wondering, somebody clearly made this wiki to talk about one specific thing, and mm-hmm. I want to know very badly what that thing is. Well, they said popular culture, and they listed some examples of popular culture, and one of them is Fanon. I think it must be Fanon, because fucking nobody would add those in a list of pop culture things. Um, yeah, that's yeah it's like, okay, let's think. What are the forms of popular culture? Mm-hmm. Uh, my top three are not going to be video games, television, and comics. Yeah, they didn't even it, mention movies. That's or insane, books. <laughs> or music. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, so, I think um, that this really is scattershot because the two, top two most popular pages are, in order, one and two are Powers and Abilities of Godzilla and awesome. Jen Lindy, Lindley, which is uh, Michelle Williams' character from Dawson's Creek. God. So adding an extra layer to this ARG that we are now playing, the the top ten most recent changes to this wiki are all related to Metal Gear Solid. Incredible. <laughs> and then the next, the the one that was edited three hours ago, this is a very active wiki, by the way. All these have, <laughs> changes have been made in the last three hours. The next, the next one after all that Metal Gear Solid stuff is female fi- female fictional characters from Pennsylvania. <laughs> Jesus oh, Christ, God. that's so. I'm I'm proud of whoever made that for going that deep. <laughs> yes, but it's yeah. You guys are looking behind the scenes. I'm still looking at the main page because it's just blowing my mind. What's new on Ultimate Pop Culture Wiki? Date, title, news text. That's what it literally says! Yeah, it says 24,000 whatever pages since uh, month year. Oh my god. Oh man, you guys, there's an article for something called Future Cops, uh, which I guess is like a... Uh, it looks like maybe a Japanese live-action superhero movie, and the poster for it is incredible. 
It might be the greatest thing I've ever seen. Okay, post the link to it. <clears throat> Hold on, I'm pulling it down now. Um, I do you want to know some of the powers and abilities of Godzilla? Yes. Uh, yes. All right, power number one, it has four different names, and they are as follows. Atomic Breath, Nuclear Beam, Radioactive Ray, Atomic Ray. You can only I have thought- four uh, abilities at one time. <laughs> if he learns any more, he's going to have to delete them. Oh, okay, yeah. No. I, thought you, I thought you were going to say that one of his powers was having four names, and I was like, that is <laughs> okay, low. you can figure that out. Gojira. Godzilla, Gojira. Mecha Godzilla. King of uh, the Monsters. Zilla and King of the Monsters. <laughs> Mecha Godzilla is a different person, yes, Louisa. I know. You goddamn they're, pleb. They're married. He's Godzilla's wife. <laughs> Wait, he's Godzilla's wife? Yes, Jeff. <laughs> oh my god! All right, it's pilots. 2020. <laughs> uh, second power: nuclear pulse, magnetic aura, and other powers. Third power: injury resistance and healing factor. Fourth power: physical abilities. Fifth power: radiation. Sixth power: amphibiosity. Oh my god, that's amazing. Seventh uh, power, wanted... intelligence. Hey, I have amphibiosity. Uh, eighth power, weaknesses. <laughs> I do want to point out, so far, all of these powers are also the powers of Wolverine. Oh, wow. Yeah, he uh, does have that radioactive Godzilla. breath. Yes. Is Wolverine that Godzilla Jr. who we saw once that one time, and he's very mm. small? The yeah. one that, um, uh, Matt... Uh, Broderick. Matthew Broderick uh, failed to kill in Grant in Grant uh, Madison Gr- Square Garden. <laughs> what just happened to I you? Know, I, never saw <laughs> I was trying to pull very specific details from the movie Godzilla 2000 that I saw once in theaters in the year 2000. While you were having a stroke? <laughs> I mean, that might have been one of the consequences of trying to dig that deep into my memory. Godzilla 2000 is a Japanese movie. I think you're thinking of just Godzilla, which came out in 1998. Oh, yeah, maybe. They called it 2000 in the ads or something, didn't they? I feel like they did have a... Yeah. They had to have called it something that could differentiate it from other movies called Godzilla. I don't. Yeah. I really don't think they did, because they didn't for the 2014 one, either. I Ugh, thought in the reviews saying it was so terrible, they made men- I feel like at the time, reading the reviews, they made mention of they tried to be cool and futuristic by calling it something 2000 when it came out in 98. Oh, that's and the Blues- that's Blues Brothers 2000, which came out oh, in 1998. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought it was for Godzilla too. Oh, mm. that's fantastic. So anyway, the plot of the movie Future Cops. Yeah, tell me. <laughs> In the year 2043, an evil crime, crime lord named M. Bison is trying Excuse to- Excuse me, hold on. <laughs> he was arrested and was sentenced to jail by the judge. The general's min- minions Ken, Sagat, and E. Honda travel to huh. the year 1993 to kill the judge before he has a chance to get into office. Oh yeah, it straight up says here that this is loosely based on Street Fighter, so you've really buried the lead. <laughs> Yeah, well, Hold I, on. Was, Hold on a I second. thought that would reveal itself as I read. Hold on one second. So M. Bison tries to take over the world. He gets caught and arrested by the judge. These minions think that if they can kill that one judge, he'll never get caught for trying to take over the world? <laughs> yeah, it was the judge's fault, really. <laughs> now, hold on here, because I'm reading the article, and you cheated, because they all have uh, rip-off Street Fighter names so that they don't get yeah, sued. that's true. But I didn't want to say Ty King and Toyota instead of Sagat and E. Honda. Uh, what about Lung, Broomhead, and Iron Face? Oh, God. <laughs> Iron Face is 
so good. Hold on. Broomhead, which is Guile, makes yep. perfect sense. Yeah. Lung for Ryu? Why uh, Lung? I don't know. I guess they just picked uh, another, like, East Asian name. Like, they were just like, well, he's he just has a name. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I guess he does just have a name, because his yeah. name's Ryu. Yeah, that's true. Um, this mm. is amazing, because this is basically, like, a fan movie, fan fiction of Street Fighter, but none of the- it's- so they- they wrote this <laughs> with the characters from Street Fighter, but not doing the things that those characters do in Street Fighter, as if those characters were actors. This is like and, that parody wiki we went to a few weeks ago. Yes. And then, they also renamed the characters. Yeah, so exactly in, like that parody in wiki. In <laughs> no way are these characters related to Street Fighter, other than the fact that- like, they don't do the things, and they aren't named the same, there's nothing about them that's the same, and yet they're the same character. They look the same. Do they? Uh, the main they character don't. actually appears to be a high schooler named Tai Hung, who at the end turns into Goku. <laughs> <laughs> this is everyone's fucking uh, fantasy fanon uh, story that they've written. It ends on a cliffhanger where uh, Lung uh, tells everyone that Super Saiyans are invading Japan. <laughs> The thing is, this movie made eighteen million dollars. Yeah, this movie sounds like it kicks ass. I really want to see this. Oh my god! Did you mention the literal title of the film, which is Future Cops, but then is in uh, Mandarin, I suppose? Uh, Super School Tyrant. Yeah, I was letting Matt have the chance to say it. Nope, I couldn't find it in there. Okay, that's fine. Uh, This is doesn't make any sense as a title to a movie. No, it doesn't. This is the second live action movie to feature characters from the Street Fighter series. The first being City Hunter, starring Jackie Chan, uh, which came out six months earlier and was directed by the same guy. Wait, are there any actors in this that that I would know? I don't think so. No, I don't recognize any of the names. Um, oh yes, I've seen clips of this Jackie Chan one where he fights, uh, Chun-Li. Huh. Yeah, he, like, gets bonked on the head and thinks he's in Street Fighter, um, and so he, uh, he fights Ken, E-Honda, and Chun-Li. Let me give you this one sentence from the plot synopsis. Broomhead pretends to be a music teacher at the school while also striking up a romance with one of the students, Crab Angel. Yes. <laughs> There's a lot okay. going on in that. I That's love a it. lot of things. I do want to ask this question, and I know that there's like cultural elements in this, and so I don't mean this to be in any way like coming down on Japanese culture. This Chinese. Chinese. It's a movie, Hong Kong movie. Here oh, we go. Sorry. Already off to a bad start. Chinese. That's okay. Here's my question Is it way more culturally acceptable in East Asia for teachers to have relationships with their students? Because every fucking thing I see is like, ooh, isn't it this like beautiful romance that this teacher is falling in love? with his high school student and i'm like absolutely not i think it's absolutely not a romance at all this is disgusting i think that happened a lot until the mid to late 90s and that the um uh the reason we're seeing it here is because this movie is old i mean that still happens in anime a a lot doesn't it yeah i was gonna say that's a major plot point in like all of the persona video games right but those those are for perverts I mean, those are unforgivably horny, yes, yeah. but it's still, like, they 
the thing is that in a lot of like in anime in video games in movies they present they don't even present it like hey listen we know this is a little taboo but maybe that makes it sexier they present it as like here's how a normal relationship would go this is just a normal relationship no need to focus on the fact that they are teacher and student at all and i'm like absolutely that's what i'm gonna focus on i feel like this is uh me just spouting a bunch of conjecture but i think the way here it goes she's going on one of her classic rants (laughs) the way anime has become fixated on the idea of like the attractiveness of schoolgirls, they've decided that they're gonna separate that from actual children although you can't do that so yeah they're the same we're seeing the uh, outliers of this. So then where they're like, oh, but you know, she's like 18, though. Like, that's, it's still, like, it's still not okay. She's still a schoolgirl. Like, you're not, you, yes. you haven't separated this from this, even though you think you have. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's weird to me. I mean, I guess it's not weird just because people are awful. <laughs> but it's the fact that you can eventually get society to understand that being sexually attracted to underaged women is not okay and then people try to figure out workarounds for it you know we have a we have a word in the english language for underage women (laughs) girls okay fine why jeff why would you derail what i was saying the thing i said was totally fine there's no point in that interjection at all because i was trying to uh Take you down a peg as a joke. <laughs> okay, anyway. That's what we do. That's what this podcast is. I'm trying is to take now. pedophiles down as a joke, Jeff. <laughs> as well, a joke? As a joke. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. <laughs> I'm also trying to do it earnestly. So think about that. Anyway, I found a page. <laughs> I found a page of fictional Can we just ninjas. not do this show anymore ever? <laughs> <sighs> Jesus. Uh, all of the people in Future Cops I'm seeing now on Wikipedia are very famous uh, Hong Kong actors and singers. So, here's the thing. This is based on Street Fighter. They are uh, famous Hong Kong actors and singers. Is there any fighting in these games? In Street Fighter? What do you mean? <laughs> Sorry, games, I said. But I meant this movie. Oh, probably. There must be. Are you sure, though? Because <laughs> they're all supposed to be teachers at a music school and shit. Yeah, that's the premise of, like, every other fighting game. <laughs> did, your te- did your music teacher never try to beat the shit out of you? <laughs> yeah, you never got fireballed while you were trying to play the tuba? Uh, I found a page of fictional ninjas, and I would like to talk about that they're, they're the eight most popular fictional ninjas in pop culture, according to this. All right. Uh, one, two... Two of them I've never... No, three of them I've never heard and of. And four of them are the Ninja Turtles. No, although the Ninja Turtles are in the list. But one of them is April O'Neil. What? No. What's happening? April O'Neil is one of the top eight most popular fictional ninjas, according to this wiki. Uh, does she get... Uh, does she become an honorary Ninja Turtle for bringing them a pizza once or something? <laughs> It's like I feel saying like that would happen in like, their yeah. uh, universe. It's like saying Lois Lane is one of the most popular superheroes. Another one hey. of those fictional ninjas. Oh, sorry. I don't know fucking anything about comic books, but Jeff, I would put all my money on saying that in some fucking variation of some comic line, she does become a superhero. That's definitely. True. Oh yeah, it yes, happens occasionally. Go to live on. Yeah. Um, the, it, go to live in Candor, the city in the bottle. Uh, she 
She gets powers less frequently than the person I was going to say, Jimmy Olsen, who I think gets powers often enough that he's just a superhero. Also, I would say Lois Lane is on par with Batman in terms of being a person without superpowers who is still a hero. I guess so, yeah. Sometimes in, oh man, every alternate universe, there's always some big reveal where Lois Lane has like a big machine gun and she's leading the resistance. It's always so stupid and I love it every time. She probably has done more to take down Lex Luthor than Superman has, actually. Yeah. Here's my hot take. Lex Luthor isn't even evil. Yeah, that's true. I think Lex Luthor's probably the the president we need. Okay, let's not go nuts. We can say that maybe he's not as bad as Superman thinks he is, but he is like a mega capitalist who definitely wants to have monopolies on business things, right? Mm. Sometimes. (laughs) Uh, Hard to say, because we never really focus on criticisms of capitalism in comic books. And by we, I mean uh, us as like a society. Yeah, we, the three of us, only focus on Yes, fact. Uh, another one of these famous fictional ninjas is Princess Zelda, and I want to talk about this oh, because, because of Sheik. Sheik is definitely one of the top eight fictional ninjas. I'll, mm-hmm. I would give you that. Zelda? Are you not believing that they're the same person here, though? One of the reincarnations of Zelda learns to be Sheik. Mm-hmm. However, Princess Zelda refers to a whole group of people, and most of them are not ninjas. Yeah, Princess Wait. Zelda's a hive mind. <laughs> Yeah, wait, what are you She's saying? a bunch yeah. of bugs in a dress. <laughs> no, I, I mean, this is seriously the plot of these games, is that no! Zelda is reincarnated throughout all of the history of that world. Yeah. I won't have it. This is crazy. What? I'm not even- this isn't even the crazy part, Louisa. <laughs> so, but hold on, so you're saying she doesn't count- as chic, though. I'm say saying she does. I'm saying if you were going to refer to the specific Princess Zelda that became a ninja, why wouldn't you just say chic? True. Because you want to, like, uh, be smarter than everybody and say that, yo, you've played that game. You already know the spoiler. You know that she's actually chic. Isn't Zelda the boy in the green dress? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yes. Uh, I will say Sheik is also on this list, so... Yeah, if Sheik's also on the list, (laughs) then that's BS. Sheik isn't one of the top eight fictional ninjas of all time, though. Sheik is just in the list. I see. Um, Also, Rachel Ghoul is on here. Is he a ninja? Yeah, he leads the League of Assassins. Uh, Yeah, I guess so. I always thought of him as more of, like, a bureaucrat. (laughs) He's the boss of all ninjas. He's a ninja in the same way that Shredder's a ninja. That's like saying (laughs) that Jeff Bezos is a warehouse (laughs) he has the power of a hundred thousand warehouse workers though matt don't you see yeah he's the (laughs) ultimate warehouse worker he (laughs) He can warehouse work to a high level of skill that you cannot see in regular warehouse he might have his own lazarus when you get to the final level he starts to float in the air and wind whips around him with energy and he just like absorbs all the workers into him and becomes a giant jeff bezos made of human bodies (laughs) It's a really hard Spider-Man boss battle. Is on this list is Spider-Man a ninja? Yeah, he got training He's from Daredevil, and he covers his face. That's all you need, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I guess there. I mean, is there a codified definition of ninja? Let's see. Ninja definition. Does it have to be Enter. an assassin? Because I feel oh, like also while you're doing that, Jeff, can you look up all of the lyrics to Ninja Rap? Okay. Or something like uh, Japanese, literally, spy. Okay. Uh, ooh, a person skilled in ninjutsu. All right. 
Uh, That's like saying, what's a farmer? Oh, it's someone who farms. <laughs> that doesn't yeah. really answer the question. Uh, yo, it's the green machine. Gonna rock the town without being seen. Have you okay. ever seen a turtle get down? Slamming and jamming oh, wow. to the new swing sound. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. what's what, really, what's, what I really love about these lyrics is I'm not, I'm specifically not trying to read them in rhythm, but it still happens that way because they are so bad and yeah. so basic. Uh, no, no, he's like he's like the um, who were we talking about before uh, Harry Connick Jr. of rap. He's <laughs> yeah. forcing you to be in there. <laughs> yeah, everybody, okay. let's also, move. Also, have we properly given Vanilla Ice the credit where credits due for bringing back the swing movement by uh, <laughs> creating this swing song? No bullshit. Oh, All he's doing is referencing something else that's already happening. He's referencing the new Jack Swing. Yeah, because yeah. the next line is "Yeah, everybody, let's move." Vanilla is here with the new Jack groove. Yeah. See, he's oh, just uh, he's just attaching his name on something that was already made by black artists. Ooh, but oh. then he changes genres again. Gonna rock and roll this place with the power of the Ninja Turtle bass. He's unifying all forms of art. <laughs> he's the greatest musician of our time. Yep. The yeah. <laughs> he's it's swing, new jack, uh, rock and roll, and ninjutsu. The four arts and rap. He's oh, the yeah, pinnacle rap. of rap. He's bringing rap. Inherently, he doesn't even have to mention it. Yeah, if you really also, think you about it, ninjutsu. He's bringing ninjutsu. I did. That was one of the four of forms of art. If you think about it, Vanilla Ice was the original rapper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also got a random page. I got Sega Pico, uh, which is also you say also as if anyone else had mentioned their random. Oh, I thought that uh, Future Cops was your random page, Matt. No, I just found that. Oh my god. Okay, this episode's just gonna drag on, huh? <laughs> Uh, Maybe. So I, this seems to be an edutainment toy made by Sega um, that had, like, licensed Sega games on it um, in the same style as those, um, like, VTech fake laptops that you would get in the late 90s to early 2000s, um, except I think that you plugged it into a TV also. Um, I love the fact that on this page there are images for what the Pico looked like, but they are secured behind a login wall, so you cannot see <laughs> they are just captions say. that say 150 pixels, but you cannot view them unless you log in and sign up for this wiki. That yeah. is pure madness. Alright, I'm <laughs> logging into this wiki. Oh no. I, I like that I um, apparently the slogan of this thing was it's the computer that thinks it's a toy. Well, Why is that a good, good. slogan? It's not. <laughs> Why would that be a thing you want? It's you don't want a computer that thinks it's a toy. You want a good. toy that thinks it's a computer? Maybe. Uh, you want a computer that thinks it's a person. AI, yeah. sorry, Haley Joel Osmond. Uh, I logged in. There is no picture there. That's just placeholder text for someone to put a picture there. Okay. Awesome. Love Extremely it. Extremely awesome. This page sucks. <laughs> so this fucking thing was $139 when it was released. Wow. Is that good or bad? You seem upset, but that seems like a reasonable amount of money. Uh, it seems bad, because I don't remember this thing at all. So that could not have possibly been worth it. Yeah, and um, I'm, I'm trying to see the launch price for the Sega Genesis, which you could have gotten at around the same time. Uh, yeah, it was only $50 more to just get a Sega Genesis. Yeah. Yeah, but the Sega Genesis didn't teach you anything. But it did do what Nintendo don't. Caveman with bonk. Yeah. What about Echo the Dolphin? Taught you how oh, to, like, true. fire you bubbles. Know what? How, is Sega just an edutainment company? Yeah. 
Yes. I guess so, huh? No. I can't think of a single Sega game that doesn't teach you a meaningful lesson. And I won't. <laughs> There's nothing I can say because you're right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, they teach you what hedgehogs are like. Uh, they teach you about uh, evil doctors and UFOs. Mega Man also teach teaches you, you that, Willy though. Willy and what to do with them. What? <laughs> they teach you about Willy Beamishes and what to do with them. I don't get that joke. <laughs> there was a game called Willy Beamish, The Adventures of Willy Beamish. <laughs> Jesus. Yep. Well... I bet, Jeff, I bet hearing only that, you could draw a picture-perfect image of the character Willy Beamish. No, I can't, and I won't. <laughs> okay, well, I'm just saying I bet you could. Okay. So, I've never heard of this console. Have you guys ever heard of it, or seen one, or played one, or anything? Uh, I've heard of it. Um, I've, I've watched YouTube videos about it. I think it might be the unevolved form of Pikachu. Yeah. What, this thing? This Pico? Yep. Okay. You're thinking of Pichu. Yep. Okay. The Sega Pichu. Anyway, uh, yeah, I think people wanted edutainment at one point in history before they realized that's stupid and bad. It makes yep. it makes a bad thing worse. Yeah. Anyway, uh, shall we do a different one? Shall we do my yes. random page? Sure. All right. Oops, I forgot to send it to you. Oops. Well, let's just do Matt's while we're waiting, then. Nope. We just did, didn't we? No, that no, was we mine. mine yet, but that's fine. Okay. We'll do Louise's. I just got it. All right. All right. So my page is Peter Stormare. Nice. Script error, template, Wikidata image. <laughs> yes, there's a lot of script errors on this. Rolf uh, Peter Ingvar Storm, known professionally as Peter Stormare. Now, I did not know that. His actual last name is Storm. And he Why did the, he do that? He obfuscated that into Stormare. Come on. Uh, he's a Swedish actor, voice now, actor, I will director, say playwright, he, and musician. If he went Thank by you. the name Peter Storm, then he would be a porn star. Yeah. What about, what about Rolf Storm? Yeah, Rolf Storm would be a pretty awesome name. <laughs> Rolf Storm sounds like a porn star Muppet. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So, information about him. I think this is all just cribbed right from Wikipedia, but there's yep. more broken broken links than there would be if this was on <laughs> yes, Wikipedia. Yeah, that's how it was in the um with the Future Cops article. I mean, that's that's why there are so many broken links because they copied they it. just copy pasted it from the, the page on Wikipedia. Christ. Uh, all I know about Peter Stormare that's trivia that's not on this page is that he is really good friends with Stellan Skarsgård, who is also a Swedish actor. Uh, you yeah. probably know him from Fargo and The Big Lebowski, and if oh, you no. played Until Dawn. I know Dawn. the actor. I just said anything that wasn't on this page I that, see. I, that I could donate to the uh, episode. Now <laughs> I get it. His buddies with Stellan Skarsgård. <laughs> uh, oh, he voices the Marvel villain Whiplash on Phineas and Ferb. What? Wait. <laughs> What? Yeah, there was a Phineas and Ferb Marvel special after Disney bought Marvel, and uh, Peter Stormare voiced Whiplash on it. That's that is the craziest thing I've seen on this entire wiki so far. Uh, he also played Count Vertigo on Arrow. <laughs> that's like Green Arrow's main villain. <laughs> okay, I've never heard of them, but that's fine. Uh, yeah, he's been in a lot of stupid movies. Mm, who's a lot of these movies really suck. Matt, you're a big Ninja Turtles fan. Who's Lord Dreg? Is he from the original Ninja Turtles? I don't think so. Okay, cuz uh he voiced that guy on the one of the recent Ninja Turtles. Apparently he's some kind of Ant-Man. No, that's Ant-Man <laughs> you're thinking. Oh, okay, got it. Uh oh, in The Secret World, the video game, he voiced um the ravens that Odin has that are hard to pronounce. Oh, Hunan oh, and Munin. Yeah, sure. 
<laughs> um, yeah, I was going to say, he's definitely done uh, video game voice acting, right? And apparently, yes, he has. Yeah, he also did the um, motion capture for the Doctor in Until Dawn, in addition huh. to the voice. I'm looking at the filmography section of this page, and there's a list of the films he's been in, and all of them are broken links because this is just a copy and paste from Wikipedia, mm-hmm. except for Constantine. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Batman versus Dracula. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Big Lebowski, Armageddon, Jurassic Park. And he, of course, voiced Dracula. Um, and Fanny-, Fanny and Alexander. <laughs> what the hell is what that? What the fuck is this? It's a sweet 1982 <laughs> Swedish drama film written it's and directed by- Bergman what? Movie. Why is there a page for this on the Ultimate Culture <laughs> Wiki? What the hell oh, is boy. this wiki? Uh, you can tell exactly what this wiki is just by looking at all this. The fact that Bad Boys 2, no link for that. But Constantine, yes, you can understand exactly what kind of pop culture is going to be on this pop culture. Why is this Ingmar Bergman movie on here? That I don't know. Ingmar Bergman doesn't even have a page. There's probably one person who likes that movie. And and again, clicking through, Fanny and Alexander is just a copy-paste from the Wikipedia page. (laughs) Is there any page on here that isn't just a copy and paste from Wikipedia? Because if you're doing that, just stop. It's already there. The only person on the it, on the page for this movie, Fanny and Alexander, who has a, their own page, is Peter Stormare. <laughs> Ingmar Bergman doesn't even have a page on here. But the concept of an epilogue also has That's a- true. <laughs> That's good. You got it. That is a fact. Somebody oh God. copy and pasted the definition of an epilogue from Wikipedia into the <laughs> ultimate pop culture wiki before they linked something like, uh, Fargo. <laughs> Yeah, you know, you know how it is. He was in Shock a lot. I don't remember huh. that. That doesn't sound right. Is that true? Maybe this is a different Shock. Oh yeah, two thousand. Yeah, there's two of those. Shock a lot two thousand. That's the one. Matthew <laughs> <laughs> Broderick hunts him down in New York City. So where Puff Daddy did that song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. <sighs> oh, pretty good. Oh man. Okay, I got a random page. Yes, and, and it's inscrutable. <laughs> is inscrutable. It is called Absolute Light. Okay. Okay. I think this is... Okay, so this is a superpower. I guess they have pages for all of the possible superpowers you can have. They certainly don't, because uh, there's (laughs) immediately a red link to what this is a subset of. (laughs) Yes, that's true. But there is a page for this one. Absolute Light. The power to create a blanket of absolute light. (laughs) What does that mean? I don't know. Uh, it's a subpower of light manipulation. It is the opposite power of absolute darkness. That's a thing. This, this sounds like a poorly translated concept from some kind of anime that mm-hmm. somebody thought sounded very cool because they don't really understand how English words work. Yeah. Absolute yeah, darkness is a thing. Well, this isn't written as if, like, uh, under capabilities, it says, uh, this can create a field of absolute light that blinds the targets either temporarily or permanently. It feels like that's what they wanted to write about, but the, they called it absolute light makes it sound like this is a name we've all agreed on already, which yep. yeah. we haven't. 
And significantly, this is supposed to be a power that people have. They only have what one people? example of a yeah. character that has this from an anime called Fairy Tale. And if I click on Absolute Darkness with Jeff, which Jeff keeps insisting is a real thing, despite the fact that it's not, the only characters that have it are also from Fairy Tale. Wait, what? Is, so, what do you mean? Yeah. It, what do you mean? It's not. What are you Absolute saying? Absolute darkness is nothing. If there's no light, that's darkness. Yes. Darkness is a word. I'm yeah. not arguing that. And the concept <laughs> of there being 100% no light, absolute darkness, you're saying doesn't exist. There's always light. I'm saying I'm saying you could certainly describe a room where there's no light as absolute darkness, and I would not fault your grammar. Okay. But to act as if that is a phrase that is like an idiom that we use commonly, yeah. or could be a thing that you would say is a superpower, is nonsense. No, no. What I'm saying is that it's a plausible, it's a concept that exists in the world that you can have complete no. darkness. You no. cannot have complete light because that's nothing. That doesn't make any sense. I'll give you that. Also, it depends on what uh, metrics you're using. Like, animals can see in what humans would call absolute darkness because they're mm. getting more light than we're able to get. So, And humans do about- and will call it absolute darkness from now on. But the fact that... <laughs> see, this is where it's bullshit, though. Absolute light. Limitations. Beings who can see in intense light are not hindered by this ability. What beings? Because this isn't real. You're talking about, oh, you can counter this power with this other power that you might have if you're also in this anime. Like, it's only from this one anime! Yeah, yeah. it's... Uh, oh, no, if I'm looking, um, Helios from God of War and Maki Ichinose from Bleach and the light from Cardcaptor Sakura all also have this power. Here's the thing, though. But- that says known users of this power, but what I bet happens in those games and animes is someone just makes a big flash of light somehow. Yes. There is even an, an illustration right below it oh, yes. of, of the character from Bleach using this power, and it is exactly as Louisa says, his sword just flashes light. Then somebody was like, oh, this is like the, the, the bizarrely named move from my favorite anime, Fairy Tale, Absolute Light. I'm going to put it on this list, despite the fact that it's just a flash of light. We already, yeah. like, we already know about this. <laughs> Yeah. You don't need it to be another thing. <laughs> this is the thing where nerds try to categorize things. Like, we were talking about that one where we looked at those power ratings for different yes. beings. Like, you can't categorize these things, because you're not using any uh, absolute metrics. You can and should. You are using absolute darkness. <laughs> yes, yep. that is true. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. light, those are the two. Yeah, absolute. I'm using absolute light. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, then I guess you canceled out my move. <laughs> yeah. Because, uh... Art is math, and everything has to be quantifiable, or it doesn't yes. count. Yes. The yes. Metacritic score, that tells you how good a game is. Yep. <laughs> we oh, have to man. know in exact numbers whether the Hulk could beat Superman. <laughs> yes. So, I do think it's a bit odd. I will say, I expected when we came into this wiki that everything was just going to be about extremely specific anime that I'd never heard of. Yeah, same. And 80% of it is that. <laughs> yes. But I'm surprised that Peter Stormare, for instance, has his <laughs> own page. And three of his movies. Yeah. I'm telling you, there's one person who updates this wiki who really likes Peter Stormare, and that's it. I'm willing to bet that it just, uh, someone just ran an algorithm to take stuff from Wikipedia that was tagged with some specific tag. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably true, but then why are there so many broken links? Because they wrote it bad? 
That algorithm sucks. Uh, yeah, because it didn't link to it. Didn't pull all the pages that those pages linked to. Yeah, yeah. But surely the next time that algorithm ran, it would then do the same thing. Well, whatever. It doesn't work. Everything is but <laughs> yes. See, Matt, you say why would people ever do this? But the reason they do this is because they're going to make their own casino with blackjack and hookers, like in uh, Futurama, <laughs> and so they don't want it to just be Wikipedia. It has to be their own thing. But it's just Wikipedia. I know, but it's special, and they're not going to be biased against something that they think Wikipedia is biased against. <laughs> I don't what know is- what that would be, but it's definitely something. It makes me think of that uh, line from the Discworld novel Thief of Time, where he's like, it's like they're going out of their way not to talk about the clocks. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, yeah. This is all somebody who cares an awful lot about Metal Gear Solid and Street Fighter, and not a lot about other things. <laughs> What's weird I noticed was for all of our pages that we looked at, except for this one, I guess, uh, things happened in the mid-90s. So mm. someone's really interested in the culture of the mid-90s for this page. Mm-hmm. I will also say, Peter Stormare's list of films that he's made go up to 2018, and then the rest are to be determined. So <laughs> right. I think that this was copy-pasted in 2018. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, um, I'm done talking about this wiki. It's hurting my brain. <laughs> yeah, and my feelings. I would like to point out that the list of fictional characters from Pennsylvania, of the top three, two of them are from the movie Rocky Balboa. <laughs> I was gonna say, Rocky's gotta be Not right? even <laughs> one of the earlier Rockies? Rocky Six, well, really? I mean, I guess the Rocky series. Oh, okay. I mean, Rocky and Adrian are two of the three. The third one is a character named Erica Kane that I guess is from uh, a soap opera, All My Children. Fine. The third... Lucy's character from All My Children. The third most popular page on the wiki is uh Can't Take My Eyes Off of You, the song by Frankie Valley. What? The third most popular page on the wiki. <laughs> How can that be? Is music music isn't even one of the things listed on it. Yeah. Guys, fate has brought us here because the fifth most popular no, yep, sixth. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah! It's the fifth most popular Ar- Arcane Punk. The thing we were just talking about last oh week. Oh my god. god. We I Can didn't even me to it? I can't even tell what I scanned right. over it. Uh, yeah, I didn't even notice it the first time I looked at this list. I just put the link in the, the chat. The All word right. arcane punk refers to a fantasy world where both magic and science exist. Fuck, this is literally exactly the thing we were saying they wasn't <laughs> new for last week. I don't know. Un- what is... Oh, thank God. What is... Universe is provided. What is... What do they mean by science exists? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good question. Like, it's a fantasy world where there's magic and someone invented the scientific method, or... Oh, Jeff, let me explain technology. it for you. Let me explain it for you in this next sentence. The magic and science are advanced enough that most people have access. Does that clear that up for you? No! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, not everyone is a scientist or a wizard, but most people know how to use technologic and magic items. That is not the word. <laughs> You're not allowed to do that. Okay, so what they're saying is that the, there is technology of some kind. So, like, pulleys. <laughs> Robots. Screws. I think the person writing this is maybe 12 years old, because I remember trying to write essays for school and doing this thing where you, like, make kind of a point and then immediately retract it. Yeah. Like, so you never actually say anything in your writing. And they have said, scientific knowledge is comparable to the late 19th century or more advanced. 
Mm-hmm. So that means nothing. <laughs> they wasted a sentence on that, and it is nothing. I. It's from either before the 19th century or after the 19th century or <laughs> during the 19th century. <laughs> I hate the like usage of the word science to mean the opposite of magic or the opposite of religion. That's yeah. not what it is. It's just I, a way of solving problems by thinking and doing. Yeah. I cannot believe that they put technologic in here without either technological or a hyphen between techno and logic. Or the song Technologic by Daft Punk. <laughs> is that a real song? Yeah. Oh, uh, fuck. Come are on, man. Daft Punk arcane punk, or are they only Daft Punk? No, they're Daft Punk, which means it's like steampunk, but you're really stupid. that sounds like something i could get into in a big way (laughs) yeah it's like idiocracy but instead of the future it's like a retro futurism Um, matt technologic you're trying to power your uh mecca with uh, magic crystals except they're not magic crystals they're just those big salt crystals (laughs) yeah it's just salt uh it's just it's the rock from uncut gems uncut gems is daft funk Fine. No one gets that reference now. Yeah, right. You should see that movie. Um, <laughs> Absolutely not. No. I'm never giving Adam Sandler one cent of my it's money ever again. Really I good. Fucking hate him. Um, Technologic is the one where that robot voice goes, buy it, use it, break it, fix it, etc. I don't know that song. I don't either. Fine. You'd recognize it if you heard it. <laughs> well. Possible. Oh, uh, boy. Okay, wait. I want to see... Yeah, Harry Potter and Buffy are not arcane punk because magic remains unknown. Um... Where universes where science is insufficiently advanced, such as heroic fantasy or folk tales, don't count either. This page argues that Discworld is an arcane punk series. How so? How dare you? How dare you mention Discworld? You get that word out of your mouth. (laughs) Uh, Oh, I like that also Discworld, not a link on this page. So it has not made it to the ultimate uh, pop culture fandom. I'm going to flip out because it says Shadowrun is the first arcane punk RPG. Is it? I don't know what that means enough to deny it. I don't know that it's the first, but I think it doesn't it count as arcane punk? It's it's so cyberpunk though. <laughs> but magic also. Cyberpunk doesn't usually have magic. I guess not. I think it I think it is arcane punk. Okay. I'll accept that. The, El- the Elder is not Scrolls an punk video game, you fucking asshole. <laughs> I think it's just any um, heroic fantasy type thing that has steampunky elements they're counting as arcane punk. I think any any game where you can cast a spell and also have a gun counts as an <laughs> arcane punk, is what I'm so getting at. So Chrono Trigger is an arcane punk game. Yes. Yes. Okay. For sure. There's, I like, definitely. machines that run on magic juice. Yes. Um, Bloodborne, arcane punk. Yes. <laughs> so All I right, said... Guys. Oh, oh, you're going you to finish up? Yeah, we're going to end the show now, for sure. We'll talk more about it, but now I won't. <laughs> Good. <laughs> well, we'll be talking about this for the rest of our lives, so. In some um, ways, we've never stopped. <laughs> that's true. Uh, so thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, if you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes, and please tell your friends about the show. Uh, apparently, a lot of people were surprised to find out that we don't have more than 200 listeners when I announced that prize. Uh, but that's true, so if you can please spread the word about this show, we like it. We think it's... Well, we don't think it's good, but some people no. think it's good. I think it's good, but so. I just don't listen to it. Yeah, some people think it's good, but they live in Canada, and they can't talk to you right now. <laughs> yeah, they go to a different, different school. 
<laughs> so if you could tell all of your Canadian friends about this show, we would really appreciate it. Um, if you want to get in touch with us, you can email us seeingreddit at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter at hackthenetpod. You can also find, uh, you can message us in any of those ways or whatever if you want to get into our Discord so you can talk with us directly. Uh, we've been having really good discussions in the Discord, so, you know, jump in on that if you want to. Uh, if you want to contact me, I'm on Mastodon at Matt Heron at Mastodon.cloud. I'm also on Mastodon. Mastodon.cloud slash at JK. You can go there and follow my thoughts. You can watch me make threads about the trailers I see at the movies when I go to the movies. Uh, mostly I post my opinions about movies on there, or sometimes I post uh, angry opinions about things people are saying on Twitter. <laughs> Uh, that's it. That's all my stuff. Oh, no, it's not. Snapchat and Instagram, Jeff JK. Okay, you can find me on Mastodon at Louisa at Mastodon.xyz. Alright guys, thanks so much for being here for our last episode where we talked about the ultimate pop culture wiki. Yep, we all <laughs> die after this one. <laughs> yep. Uh, no, we'll be back next week. But in the meantime, please, please remember to not be a sex pest. Do read the comments. <laughs> it's always different, but it's never good. I love your consistency with that because yours is never different and always good. Uh, I say it differently every time, and every time I say it, I raise my hands up in the air. I don't know if you can hear that, but I always do. (laughs) 